Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today, we are going to be talking about an issue that I increasingly see in my couples, which is when your wife hates your politics. But before we dive into that, I want to tell you to subscribe. I just recorded a good episode that's subscriber only about when men think that their wives are out of their league and uh, what that really says about the man and about the relationship and ways to reframe this. And uh, that can be very useful as an add-on to obviously the Attachment Theory podcast because men with preoccupied attachments struggle with this issue a lot. I've seen this repeatedly in the session. So uh, please do subscribe and then separately, of course, do join my Facebook group as well, which you don't get the podcast for free, but you can talk to like-minded people. We just had an interesting thread about uh, what constitutes a quickie. So uh, anything like that is going to be more in my group than on my main page because it's private and people can't see what you write. So anyhow, moving on to this political episode, it's not really political as you'll see, but um, I want to speak to this idea that um, people need to be uh, politically aligned in order to have a good relationship. Now, this is very recent. You know, I mean, there was a book I read, I think it's uh, called Why We're So Polarized by Ezra Klein, maybe. Um, and it talks about how in recent years, this has become your, your political party affiliation has been something that is more representative of your character than anything else. And people on dating websites will not even swipe right on somebody who is a different political party. And this did not used to be the case that used to be considered one facet of your character. And now it is considered the whole of your character. And, um, possibly honestly in the way that religion used to be, although I can't remember whether he made that point or not, or if I did. Um, <laughs> but um, so, you know, people didn't obviously used to want to date outside of their religion or their race, and now it's their political party. So, you know, fads change in this in terms of what uh, is the uniting principle. And so, Obviously, people can, you know, date who they want. And if you would like only to swipe right on people of your same political party, that's cool. But what about couples where their politics have progressively, no pun intended, um, gotten <laughs> more divergent over time, such that, in fact, the woman is frequently more of a progressive liberal and the man is more centrist at best, or even maybe, in fact, a liberal, but just not as progressive as the wife, such that she even thinks that he's conservative compared to her, or uh, he's an actual, God forbid, conservative, and then really the shit hits the fan. So, um, so obviously... I am not, um, I was just joking. I don't give a shit about people's politics. And in fact, I've written a post that says therapists shouldn't, your therapist should not look down on your politics, which I wrote after too many people on the listservs that I'm a part of were like, oh, I can't work with this person. They're triggering me because they are uh, not 
I identified with my politics. And this happened a lot in the Trump years. And in fact, in the Trump years, there were a lot of women who came in and they were literally like in the post that I linked to, like I lost respect for my husband because he voted for Trump. And so, um, and this doesn't have to be even, this could be libertarian. Women don't seem to like libertarian much. I know there's a lot of women who are libertarian. That's cool. Like I probably lean that way. I, I mean, but it, it doesn't matter. Like for the sake of what we're talking about here, it's just a different political party and even more for the sake of reality is usually that the man is more conservative than the woman. So let's first unpack why do I see this as the dynamic and not, for example, the inverse of progressive men coupled with conservative women? Because generally, and this is what I'm, uh, I really want to drive home here so that you can better understand this situation if you are in a marriage like this, women are equating being um, more liberal with caring more about people. And so if your wife has already been triggered by you being unempathic in various regards, not caring about her, the kids, what have you, and if, to be honest, you really aren't the best with emotions, <laughs> you know, as many men will readily admit, you know, when they are directly asked that they're not, then she is possibly doing some sort of reverse halo effect here of equating your politics with why you can be an asshole. So then your politics turn into why you're an asshole, but she's not really fighting about your politics. She's really fighting about why she thinks that you could be an unempathic asshole that cannot possibly understand the perspective of a human being who cares about others. Now, if you think that that is dramatic and crazy, then you should go back to my Mr. Perfect and his crazy wife podcast because you probably say shit like that. So she probably says to you, oh my God, I can't even believe that you... Uh, wouldn't vote for so-and-so because do you know that so-and-so did such and such? And you're like, listen, there's more issues on the table. There's also, you know, the tax issue and there's also the this issue and you know about this law and you know about this. And I really think that we're not that dissimilar when you stop to think about it. Well, how has this gone for you? It's gone like garbage, right? Because if we, if I want to self-refer endlessly, you can also go back to my devil's advocate podcast. Cause that's basically saying that when you try to talk to somebody who's feeling emotional from a very cognitive, rational place, you are going to not succeed and you're going to push that person even farther away, which is what happens when men play devil's advocate with their wives. So what your wife is saying to you when she wants you to be more liberal is I want you to act like you give a shit more about me and our children. And she's always concerned about the world that our children are growing up in. And are they going to have various, um, you know, uh, uh, good things in their life in the future. And what about the next generations, etc. which honestly, you may be thinking the same thing from your perspective, but somehow she is attributing the things that you say to being extremely self-interested and the things that she thinks to being more of a globally concerned citizen. So she's thinking this is one more example of how you're always thinking about yourself and your bottom line. I don't think there's one person listening in this dynamic that does not know on some level that this is true and that this is what underlies the uh, endless conflict about these issues. So how can you move forward with um, kind of understanding what she's really upset about? First of all, maybe try to be less of an asshole because if you are in this situation, it is likely that you have not stopped and empathized with her position ever. You have done the devil's advocate thing and then you have brought out your endless litany of facts and for every fact she says, you got another fact. If she says fact, you say fact and then nobody ends up any happier. In fact, that's not true. Sometimes the man thinks, oh, we're 
they're having a pretty rousing debate here. And then she's like, sleep on the couch. I hate you. You are terrible. And then he realizes it wasn't such a rousing debate after all. And in fact, it was a terrible thing in her life. That is a catastrophe. And he was getting all into it and thinking that they're having like this uh, logical argument and this back and forth. This is so exciting. It's not exciting. She was getting increasingly upset and feeling like she married the wrong person. So the first thing that you should do, you're always trying to get her to understand your opinion on politics. You've not understood hers. And I'll, I'll promise you that the only way that you have is you could be like, well, that's a point, but have you heard of this point? That's not called empathy. What empathy is, is when she says, but what about the little children or the vulnerable these people or the vulnerable those people? You say something that actually means that you give a shit. So you would say, I'm so sorry, you know, that you're upset about those people. It means that you're a sweet person. I love that you care so much about people. I really understand your point. Uh, It's a good point. Remember, again, I have a podcast on that uh, called The Two Best Words to Say to Your Wife or whatever. And um, they're good point. So if you say good point enough, your wife is going to calm down and stop thinking that all you care about is yourself and your perspective. Because if you think about it, you probably not have, have not validated what she thinks. Also, another thing to remember is that women in this situation frequently feel that their husbands think that they're big idiots that they, the wives, are big idiots that do not understand uh, politics. So then they go further and further down the rabbit hole of coming out with all these details to convince you that you are wrong and that they are right. But what they are really trying to convince you is that you need to think of them as a smart person. And of course you need to think of them as a smart person. You wouldn't have married them if they were an idiot. And obviously you're doing something wrong if they think that you think that they're an idiot. And probably what you're doing wrong is your endless parade of fact rebuttals such that she thinks that you are just trying to outthink her and show how smart you are all the time and not really hearing her. If you remember, I've said frequently that John Gottman's research, he's a marital researcher, shows that the biggest uh, thing that makes women feel good about marriage, the most important thing in ensuring that they feel happy is whether they feel that their husband accepts influence. Do you accept influence? Because you could have had the same political debate for years, and if you would have just said, good point, I didn't think of it like that, your entire marriage could be a thousand times better if you had just dropped that in every so often. Because honestly, have you really thought about every single thing she said? Probably not. If you think yes, you're probably a narcissist. (laughs) I mean, who can think of every single thing that another person says? So uh, that's obviously wrong and cocky to think that way. So likely you have been underestimating the amount that you actually validate your wife's intelligence and her caring about the world. These are the two things that she wants you to say. And those will calm her down. Because in reality, no woman wants to get divorced over differences in political opinion. What they do want to get divorced about, and as much as anyone wants to get divorced about anything, which is low, but still what they will get divorced about is if their husband condescends to them and thinks that they're an idiot and is an unempathic asshole. These are things that do drive women to divorce. So what you want to say is, I understand your perspective. I understand that you care deeply about these issues. And in fact, it is what drew me to you, which is 
God knows true, because if you are such a rational man that stays in the world of the intellect, I am sure that your wife's emotionality and sweetness and uh, the fact that she cares so much about all the living vulnerable things did draw you to her and in fact makes her a good mother. So that's something else that you could say. The fact that you care so much about the world makes you a good mother. And I'm glad that you are so kind and think so deeply about these things and feel so deeply. I, it's something that I can't really do. I think more about things on this cognitive level. And you made a good point about uh, blah, 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 whatever the issue of the moment is. So in reality, this political differences are really a manifestation of broader issues that underlie the relationship as a whole. In this case, it's that she does not feel that you take her seriously. She does not feel that you respect her. And she does not think that you have feelings at all sometimes. So it's like the same women that have these issues are the women in the, uh, the wife who wants more and her annoyingly satisfied husband. Another podcast that I did in the Couples You Meet in Counseling series. So women who feel like their husbands don't think about things deeply are likely to get divorced from what I see in today's culture. So the other thing you got to realize is that all day your wife is on social media. You know, I'm not saying she's just on social media, but frequently your wife goes to social media sorts of uh you know, boards and rooms and groups that amplify her position. So she is in an echo chamber. You yourself may be in your own conservative echo chamber. And then when you get back to each other, this certainly does not make it go better to talk to somebody with a different opinion. You almost forget that such people actually exist in the world. So when your wife is confronted with your same politics that she took as like just a matter of course a few years ago, after many years of interacting with others in real time, she now has, you know, people have been on her side so much that she feels uh, stronger and she feels that you're stupider and she feels that you are more wrong. So another thing that people can do if they really want to work on their marriage and they're in this situation is something that is good for anybody's mental health, which is to limit the amount of time you spend consuming endless media about politics. I had to work on this with a lot of people uh, in the 2016 election because if you're spending hours and hours getting angry about things, going back and forth, talking about being angry. If you'd like to volunteer, if you'd like to donate your time, etc., good. But just sitting and doom scrolling about political issues, that is not good for anyone. Many, many women struggle with anxiety. This is terrible for anxiety. And if in any sort of um, group, you know, in-group, out-group bias from whatever social psych class you may have taken. If you're in a group, you start to look at any other group as worse and different, uh, and, and you amplify the differences and minimize the similarities between that group and your group, which is what very much happens in this polarization that we see today. Within marriages, a lot of this is due to the fact that one side, usually the female side, just gets obsessed with how, with what these political differences mean about the couple and what they, and what they really represent. The men are fine. I've never yet had a man come in and say, my wife is too liberal, I got to leave her because she's such a monster. <laughs> and in the very few cases that I see, but I still do see where the woman is more conservative than the man, the man still doesn't say anything. He doesn't care. 
He thinks that it's a difference, like how they like different hobbies, like how they have different friends, like how they have different careers. They're just different. Okay. It doesn't have anything to do with whether or not he loves her. With women, it does because of the issues that I have delineated. They feel that it is a proxy variable for when the, for whether the man respects them and whether the man has empathy or even a soul. So the ways to deal with this, if you are a man are to focus on the empathy, the respect, and the soul, and to come forth in a way that is validating of at least some aspects of the woman's um, points and her experiences that underlie those points. And and that usually makes a profound difference in the ability of the couple to navigate these political differences when there is increased empathy. Now, the women on their side ought to think, this is the same man I know and love. He's good with the children. He generally tries to be good with me. He's not Mr. Emotional, but he's not a monster. And perhaps there are some things that I am doing to rile myself up and up and up and up over this that may have to do with my own feelings of helplessness and anxiety, and not only in the political climate, but in my life in general or within the relationship. And I need to parse out what aspects of this political difference are really dealing breakers or if my husband were to be more empathic and understanding and to be validating and respectful would I be able to shelve these and just say all right he believes in you know less taxes than I do or or, or frame it in a way that is not um very dramatic and that does not indicate that there is some deep level of dysfunction which there may not be it may be a more classic issue of one of the mr perfect and his crazy wife or the wife who wants more and her annoyingly satisfied husband or one of these issues that could be remediated with increased empathy and understanding so if this resonated with you, then you can listen to it with your partner, or you could honestly, if you feel like it's going to be a crazy hot button issue, maybe you could just try as either partner, especially the man, because uh, that's who I directed the majority of this to, to try to do some of the things that I'm saying. So in the next political conversation, instead of saying, yeah, well, what about this? which is some bullshit devil's advocate stuff that she's not going to like no matter what the topic is, you could say, that's a good point. And it's because you feel deeply about things like that, that I was originally thought that you were such a sweet person and that you would one day be a good wife to me and see if she doesn't fall down in shock because she probably will. And she will probably say, well, wow. I mean, yeah, but I mean, like, why'd you say that? And then you could say, because I'm trying to think about this different. You know, I'm trying to think about this situation differently. We fight about the same things all the time. I respect your intelligence. I love you. There must be some way that I'm communicating wrong, you know, because I can't just change my politics on a dime. Although I'm open to saying that you have a point. Maybe I haven't been open enough to saying when you have a good point because I get so into the debate, which I'm trying to realize now you probably don't think is as fun as I think it is. In fact, you probably think it is terrible. And that would be the sort of conversation that couples have that could actually bring them closer and make them feel like their marriage was able to survive and power through a, 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 a difficult uh, sensitive issue and that they don't just have to be trapped in the same dysfunctional dynamic day in and day out over the exact same issues. Then that sort of hopeless, helpless feeling is what leads to divorce in many couples. All right, so if you found this useful, uh, please do subscribe and do try the things that I tell you to do. And I hope that everybody has a great day and I will talk to you all soon.